Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace. Kane and Chain back with you again for another banger. We are ready. We are doing another draft, but not just any draft. We've hit rookie drafts, we've hit Debbie drafts, but what happens when we have a Debbie rookie combined draft? Right, it's going to happen. Some of those drafts are going to happen, so we're going to get busy with it right now. But don't worry, we're not alone. We need someone to keep us in check. All of this film knowledge that we're throwing around sometimes has to be kept in check with a numbers nerd. And you know our main numbers nerd at the Devi Marketplace is obviously at Analytics on Twitter, and that's our main man, Michael Nelson, or Nelly, whatever you want to call him. Nelly, how are we doing? I'm doing good. You know, the way you said nerd was a little it was it can't it was a little hostile, but I'll take it. I'll take it in a good way. Is there a way to say nerd not hostile? No, that's a good point. <laughs> like I think whatever way I, I say nerd is like kind of like damn. Like, okay. You know what whoa, I mean? Whoa, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let, let's just get after it. Um we had Probably the best NFL football game ever. Question mark, this <laughs> ever. Weekend? I don't know if I go Probably. quite that far, but but uh, one one of what the game was better. I my my favorite still Rams Titans Super Bowl was. Oh yeah, my favorite game. game ever. One yard away. Yeah, just a hair short. Just a hair short. But no, I mean, look, it was the. I think it might have been the best weekend of playoff football I've ever seen. So. Yeah, it was great. I feel like every game had something different. Oh, yeah. Right. It was all came down. It was really enjoyable. But soon we're going to be in rookie draft time. And when we're in rookie draft time, we're in Debbie draft time. And we're we're right upon it. We're very close. Um, So we're going to draft Debbie and rookies combined. Um, We'll give our guest the 101 so he can make a fool out of himself right away. Nelly, Superflex, tight end premium, rookies, and Devi players. 101, who you drafting, go. Well, I think at this point it's a little bit hard to make a fool with myself because I, for me it's still a layup. I'm still going with B. John Robinson, 101. I think he's he's one of the two best running backs in college football. I think you can make that debate, but um, th- there's no one close to it in this class, and I think – and there are no quarterbacks that I feel confident enough to to push over him. So easily Bijan at this point. You're going to take Harrison Bailey at the 101? <laughs> you know I love statues. Wow. Yeah. It's great when they just stand in the pocket Kane, and get hit. Kane just edited that right in. Just 
Yeah. Harrison <laughs> Bailey. One on one. I'm gonna cut out his entire reasoning <laughs> when I edit it, and it's just gonna say, "What you took Harrison Bailey?" <laughs> Uh, but that's Bijan Mustard Robinson going off the board at 101. Shane, you want the second pick or you want me to have it? Uh, you, you take it. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm going to go with my 102, and that's um, Trevian Henderson um, running back at Ohio State. Like, I, I realize that I'm losing years, right, compared to the rookies. Um, we're two years back. This is a 2024 guy. Um, but I think we're going to be really, really similar to how Bijan Robinson is basically a top five running back. Like, same thing is going to be happening with Trevion Henderson as a top five dynasty running back when he enters the NFL. Um, so get ready for that because he is technically a little more efficient than Bijan Robinson. But when you're getting, but he didn't get as many touches, obviously. So it's harder to be like more efficient. Anything over the the threshold line, as Nelly would say, is is just good. It doesn't matter how far up you are, right? Just the fact that you passed it is is pretty much good enough. Um, so I'm going to take Trevian Henderson. I just think he's so darn talented. Like he's such a good player, and um, and I, it's obviously from the Ohio State University. So Shane, yeah, you're up to 103. Um, see, that's why I didn't want to 102 because I just look would look like a homer. Um, I know. But 103, I'm going to stick to Debbie. Just this rookie class isn't quite shaping up, and I'm going to go with Bryce Young, quarterback of Alabama, You know, winning the Heisman. We've had a decent track record now of Heisman winning quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. You know, the, the, the past few have been good. I think we've hit that point where um, you know Bryce Young's probably going to be a number one overall, number two overall type pick in the NFL draft, and that's worth it over the quarterback crop coming in as rookies fair um i think you're up at the four pick nelly yeah i think this one this one might be surprising to some i've got caleb williams here um i like him more than any of the 2022 quarterbacks still um i think the ceiling is astronomical i think his fantasy ceiling is probably higher than bryce young's if he can put it all together he's just a little bit more of a question mark in terms of he still has some development to do, but um, I I love him here. And I'm not really worried about where he ends up um, because they're going to build around him and, and, and I'm cool with that. Sure. I'm going to probably take the best name in the draft at one Oh five. Yeah. And that's obviously Coleridge Bernard Stroud, the fourth people affectionately know him as CJ Stroud from Ohio State. Um, but when you have a name like Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth, you think I'm not going to say it? I kind of have to. Um, I think he is my second best quarterback in college football. Efficient efficiency says he's probably the best quarterback in college football. Probably. Um, like he led the Big Ten in passing yards, passing touchdowns, like the end of the season that he had was absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, it took him a little bit to figure it out at the beginning of the season, right? Um, and that makes sense. These were the first games that he was ever starting. Like, give him a little bit of time. Um, most of the reason why people have Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud is just because Bryce Young started the season hot, right? And he's and he goes to Alabama. 
that's kind of the big reasons why Bryce Young's over um, Cole Ridge, Bernard Stroud, the fourth. But I think they're very, very close. They're right in the same tier. They're three and four in my rankings. So I'll take, I'll take CBS, the fourth. I like it. Yeah, they're three and four in my rankings too. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, this next pick's tough. Uh, still, still going Debbie. Still no rookies that I want yet. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take uh, Kayshawn Boutte, wide receiver for LSU. Mr. Booty, if you're nasty. Obviously, he's a, um, you know, he's going into a situation here at Brian Kelly. We don't exactly know what LSU is going to be. But, I mean, as a freshman, smashed, especially, um, you know, especially when he was able to get in and Terrace Marshall wasn't there anymore. You know, last year had uh, an excellent season before he got hurt. It's going to keep going. He kind of hits everything that you want. I think he'll be at least, you know, the top a top two receiver off the board in 2023 and a pretty safe pick at this point. Nelly, you breaking into the rookies here at 107 or are you staying Debbie? I am staying Debbie, which is not a good sign for this class, but um, I'm going with Jameer Gibbs, Alabama's newest newest toy in the backfield. He's he's so good. He's so good in the pass game specifically, which obviously translates very, very well to fantasy. And um, I think the boost to Bama and, and the, the, the use that they'll get out of him this year will boost him into potentially first-round draft cap. Yeah, I get it. Um, he's good. I guess I'm going to be the one that breaks into the rookies then. I'm yeah. going to take my rookie 101, and that's Matt Corral. Um, I think right now, if you add in his athleticism with just how strong his arm is, um, obviously there's unknowns with all of these quarterbacks, right? That's that's why this class is kind of looked down upon um, because the quarterbacks, there's just no certainty like there was last season, right? We knew we had Trevor Lawrence. We knew we had Justin Fields and we knew there were going to be high picks, right? Um, that was before the season even started. The college season even started. We knew that those two were really, really good quarterbacks. Um, Matt Corral definitely flew. I feel like flew up everyone's rankings this year. Um, he's a really good player. He toned down his interceptions, which really only happened in two games. Um, learned a lot. I think Matt Corral, I'm not sure he's going to be the first quarterback off the board. Um, but that's okay. I think he's going to get put into a situation where he's going to succeed and he's going to be able to use his legs to succeed as well. Um, and that matters a lot for fantasy football. The fact that he ran in one game for 195 yards is absolutely bonkers to me. Um, so I'm going to take Matt Corral to 108. I did have him fall into the second round of my mock draft I released today. Why is that, do you think? Um, I... Yeah. I think I think senior bowl hype, um, size. You know, I think each of these other three have a shot to raise their stock, and I I don't know, just don't know if Matt Corral is going to do that. I think there's going to be some fear from some NFL teams, not all, about injuries for him. You know, his his kind of frame, that kind of deal. Sure. But we'll see. I mean, he went 36 overall, so it's not like. It's not too bad. Um, You'd have 109. You know, I feel like I got like just a, just a couple. I'm very close to rookies, but a couple more Debbies left. And I'm going to 
I think break Nelly's heart here. Uh, and I'm going to take Xavier worthy wide receiver for Texas. Um, you know, once again, like Kane said, with Travion Henderson, Xavier worthy, just coming off his freshman season, a little young, but I mean, absolutely smashed without a real quarterback in Texas. Now Quinn Ewers is coming in. Um, you have to think Xavier worthy is only going to go up from here. And uh, he's, he, he could be a top five pick when all said and done. Like, I don't think either of us are going to argue with it. Like, he's an incredibly dynamic wide receiver. Nelly, yeah. you're up 110. Yeah. So, the 110, I'm actually, I'm going to stay Debbie, um, but I'm going to go with my Debbie wide receiver one, and that's JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Um, I just, the production that he put up this year, surrounded by two, two first round wide receivers, and, and how he played in the two games when, when, um, when he was more of a feature guy, like unbelievable numbers, and and you know I'm a sucker for that, so so I'm I'm all on him here at the 110. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, 111 here, I could go quite a few different places, um, but I think there's only one Devi player I would even think about before a rookie, but I'm going to end up going rookie here, I think. Um, I'm going to take all small hands himself. Um, I'm going to take Kenny Pickett at 111. Um, I think he probably has the chance to be the highest drafted quarterback. Um, I, and I don't think, I think he probably will be the highest drafted quarterback because um, he's really safe. Like, he's just a safe quarterback prospect. I realized the whole he didn't break out until he was, like, 92 in college or something, right? Like, he was really old when he finally did something. But, like, we see it all the time. We've seen it a lot in the last few drafts when that happens. And, and these guys are still successful. So, I'm going to go Kenny Pickett 111. Um, and I think, unfortunately, he's probably going to go to a little bit of a worse team than some of these other quarterbacks. Um but, you know, I think realistically, we probably don't see a quarterback in the top 10 anyways. There's definitely a possibility that could happen. So if he goes outside the top 10, lands in like Washington or, or you know, a good landing spot outside the top 10, maybe the Steelers, because they always need a quarterback and they have for probably the last five, 10 years. Um, maybe, you know, <laughs> Kenny Pickett could land there. So I'll go 111 Kenny Pickett. Yeah. You know, just real quick, I... I... Actually, I don't think as long as they don't go in the top like seven, I don't think there's terrible landing spots for quarterbacks, no. right? Like Atlanta, Denver, Washington, Minnesota, um, you know, like you said, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, like none of these are awful. So Yeah, they've needed a quarterback for like the last five, ten years. Yeah, right, right, right. Just you know, God, Ben. Did you like um, that that passing comment? I feel I like, like I did just... it pretty quickly. Try to bash the two Steelers fans on the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, one twelve. I, I will. I will dip my toe into the rookie realm, and I'm going to take Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty, um, here at the one twelve. And that was Nelly's pick. I know. That, yeah, yeah. Like if I, I, I since I didn't snipe him on Xavier Worthy, I was wrong there. I got to snipe him on this one. And, and lo- honestly, a lot of this is Nelly because he's right. Like Malik Willis is the by far the best rusher in this quarterback class. And he's the best running quarterback, uh, in my opinion, that we've seen since Kyler Murray. So 
Um, to me, I think that's well worth it in fantasy football. And once again, if he goes in that 9 to 20 range, almost every landing spot is good. So I, I think Willis, eh, he's probably my least favorite of the four rookie quarterbacks I would consider. But I think fantasy-wise, you know, he, he could be the top one. So let's recap this first round here at the 101. Bijan Mustard Robinson at the 102. Trevion Henderson from the Ohio State University. Bryce Young, quarterback at the Alabama Crimson Tide. 104, Caleb Wilson, quarterback in the transfer portal. Um, 105, Coleridge Bernard Stroud, the fourth from the Ohio State University. Isn't don't you see how this is annoying, Shane? I always think <laughs> from, from no, I, I, I think it's great. I don't see a problem. Okay. Uh, 106 is Keishan Boutte or Mr. Booty if you're nasty, wide receiver from LSU. 107, Jameer Gibbs, running back at Alabama. 108, the first rookie off the board, Matt Corral, the quarterback from Ole Miss. 109, Xavier Worthy, wide receiver from Texas in the 2024 class. Um, 110, JSN, Jas- Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Sorry, the Ohio State University. Thank you. And Thank you're you. welcome. And the 111, Kenny Pickett from the Pittsburgh Panthers. Um, and 112 is Malik Willis, the quarterback from Liberty. So, Nelly, you're up 201. What are we doing yeah. here? Uh, well, this would have been Willis, and I had Willis queued up for my two previous picks, too, and I was like, no, I'll get him later. These guys don't want him. Um, so I was wrong. Uh, but at the 201, I'll go with another rookie. I'm going with Traylon Burks. Uh, he's my rookie wide receiver one here. Um, production metrics, fantastic. Size, speed, athleticism all seem like they're going to be really good. Um, there's some question marks about route running refinement, but he produced without that. So that's just an added bonus in my mind. If he, if he adds that to his game. Um, I'm going to take that 202, my wide receiver one in this rookie class. And that's obviously from the Ohio state university. And that's Garrett Wilson. Um, I think the, the main thing that separates Garrett Wilson for Traylon Burks for me is unfortunately, right. Can you see Traylon Burks in every single offense in the NFL? Like will he will his skill set fit in every single offense? Unfortunately, no, right. And the unfortunate part is that NFL offenses aren't that advanced, right? Um, Garrett Wilson will fit in every single offense, and he's going to be peppered with targets in like thirty-one offenses. The only one not peppered with targets would be the Browns because they don't pepper anyone with targets. Um. But I think Garrett Wilson is just a really, really good wide receiver. Um, can work in the slot, can work outside. He's crazy athletic. Um, can high point passes better than most people. Um, I'm just really, really big fan of his. Um, so I'll take him at the 202. Shane? I'm going to keep the rookie run going. Uh, this will be five in a row. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Sam Howell, quarterback for North Carolina. I, I just – it's tough because there was a Debbie quarterback I, I wanted here, but a bird in the hands worth two in the bush. I mean, mm-hmm. Sam Howell's going to be a top 50 pick worst case, I think early second round, and he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL sooner rather than later in the super flex league. There's only 32. <laughs> so, you know, if you can, if I can get one in the second round here, this combined draft, I'll, I'll take it. I think how has a lot of those traits that NFL teams will like, even if he's not maybe the upside guy, um, in terms of fantasy ceiling that you want. 
Nelly, who you got the 204? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, our first running back, our first rookie running back. I'm going to go with Brees Hall out of Iowa State. Um, you know, I don't love him. Um, like, he's not a generational talent. No one is going to try and argue that, but he's been extremely productive. He, he's presumably going to go in the second round, maybe the third round, worst-case scenario. And, I mean, we see how valuable young running backs are that produce in the NFL. Um, so I think at this point it's just hard to pass up on him. Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm going to have to do some shifting to this to my Devi ranks because I can't not take – the best recruit quarterback that we've seen in a really, really long time that hasn't played a snap yet. That's Quinn Ewers, the quarterback at Texas. Um, Quinn Ewers is so talented, right? Obviously there's questions about what is he going to do on the field? We haven't seen it. Like I get that. Um, But he is the highest rated quarterback prospect that we've seen since, since, I don't know, he was ranked higher than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Because he has a one. I think Trevor Lawrence was like eight or something, right? Come on. Um, Quinn Ewers is is the best prospect that we've seen. Um, I get that he he forewent his his senior season in in high school and got that bag. Good for him. Get them Dillards. We ain't mad at that. Um, But he's really, really good on a good Texas offense, right? questionable offensive line sure like every texas offense since what seems like the dawn of time um at least since the that sugar bowl right they've had terrible offensive line probably yeah um like you you, honestly you put him in an offense with xavier worthy and Bijan robinson like is he really not going to be productive Right, like it's gonna happen, especially in the Big Twelve. Um, so I'll take I'll take him two oh five. Um pretty happy to get him here. Yeah, he's he's the one I almost took over Sam Howell, who's close. Um two oh six, I'll go back to the rookie well. I'm gonna take Isaiah Spiller running back out of Texas AM. Once again, I feel like these top ten kind of Debbie guys, there's there's maybe a, a tear break, and especially for running backs. There's no other Debbie running back that I'm like, oh, this guy is definite second day or higher capital you know some guys i think will but like isaiah spiller's definite second day or higher capital so i'll take that with the size with the athletic ability um yeah two i mean 206 i i like that nelly you're up 207 yeah i'm going with another running back i'm gonna go with zach evans now at now at Ole miss formerly at tcu um just a lot of talent. I mean, there are some question marks, but they're not really on the field question marks. I mean, at DCU, we averaged seven yards to carry both years. He averaged like 10 and 15 yards to reception both years. So the, the talent's really not that much in question. It's just a matter of uh, like off the field stuff. If he can, if he can just stay on track and, and I love him at Ole Miss. I love that fit with Lane Kiffin. And I think they're going to run the ball now that Corral's gone. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I was going to go back into that class as well um if you hadn't i think 208 it, it leaves me with one running back of that class left so i'm gonna go ahead and take that um close to one of the best pure runners we've seen in a really long time that's tank bigsby the running back from auburn 
you can make the case that he maybe doesn't fit in the modern day NFL, right? That because he, he's not going to catch 45, 50, 60 passes a game. Um, he can catch some passes. We've seen it. Um, bless you, Shane. He's sneezing. Um, I right. He's not going to catch a, a ton of passes, but if you give me if Tank Bigsby turns into Nick Chubb, that's a W. Right. Um, he's just a really, really great peer runner that can work both in a zone run scheme and a power run scheme. Um, like his name's Tank, for God's sake. Like I have to take him. Shane, you're up two oh nine. Oh um tight end premium, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna take Michael Mayer tight end for Notre Dame here. Um with the tight end premium. It's close. There's a good group of players that I want. I feel confident to say that Michael Mayer will be a top 15 pick in the NFL draft, um, and I think he could be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. He's better size than Brock Bowers out of Georgia, um, so I, I rank Mayer higher. And then a tight end premium. Tight end's tough to come across, so I think he's worth this pick. Maybe maybe a tad high for some people. Tight ends take a little while to develop, but I think, um, I think he's – closer to a Kyle Pitts level value than he is to any other tight end to college football right now. Yeah. Nelly, 210. I'm dipping back in the rookie pool with Drake London. Um, There's been talk of him potentially being the first wide receiver off the board now that Jameson Williams is hurt. Um, That could potentially be a top 16 pick a first half of the first round. Um, so when you see that and you see how productive he was in college, especially in year three before he got hurt, he I mean, those numbers were absurd. He won Pac-12 player of the year and missed half the season. He was that good, or wide receiver of the year, one of the two. Um, but I, I can't pass up on him here. The the potential with him, considering his size and athleticism, it's just it's hard to ignore. Yeah, I get it. Like, he's a good player. Ain't nobody mad about that. Um, I don't think there's – it's basically a tear break for me in in the uh, rookie side. Um, so I'm probably looking back at the Devi side here. and It probably doesn't feel great, but it's tight end premium, so I'll take the other tight end because there's only two options. True. Um, so I'll take Brock Bowers, uh, the tight end from UGA. Um, I, I still have one rookie that is in this tier, uh, so I'll take him here, and that's Kenneth Walker the third, running back from Michigan State. Um, I, I think there's still a chance he's the first running back taken in the NFL draft 2022. Um, you know, I think Walker had a, such a great year. I do think Hall, I have Hall and Spiller rated ahead of him. But I think Kenneth Walker is going to impress some NFL teams. I think he's going to be a tough inside runner. I don't feel great about his NFL future, but I think he'll have the draft capital and the value uh, for this area of this draft. All right, let's recap the second round. 201, um, Traylon Burks, wide receiver from Arkansas. 202, Garrett Wilson um, from The Ohio State University. 203, Sam Howell, quarterback, North Carolina. 204, Brees Hall, running back, Iowa State. 205, back to Devi, Quinn Ewers, quarterback at Texas. 206, um, rookie Isaiah Spiller, running back, Texas A&M, 207. 
Uh, Zach Evans, the running back at Mississippi in the 2023 class at 208, still in the 23 class. That's Tank Bigsby, the running back at Auburn, 209. Uh, Michael Mayer, tight end from Notre Dame, 210. The rookie Drake London, wide receiver from USC, 211. Brock Bowers, the tight end from the champion Georgia Bulldogs. Um, that's in the 24 class. And back to rookie at the 212, Kenneth Walker. The third, the running back at the Michigan State University. Doesn't even cover. Doesn't even roll off the tongue, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's do uh, one more round here. Rapid Nelly, who you got three hundred one? Yeah, I, I'm between a couple wide receivers, but I'm going to go with Jordan Addison out of Pitt. Um, he was the best wide receiver in the country, according to the media. He won the he won the award for that, the Bulletnikov. Um, numbers are nuts. He he's a uh, good wide receiver size. He's got sticky hands. He's got a bunch of highlights of that. And and I think he's going to have a, a good third year as well with uh, Keaton Slovis tossing him the ball. Yeah, Slovis Hive. We're not going. Um, at the 302, it's tough. Um, like This is one of those pickles. Um, I'm going to take Marvin Harrison Jr., who is my wide receiver two for the 24 class. Mm-hmm. I know it's early, and he's been like moving up my ranks a lot. Um, but he's really good. Um, I'm pretty happy to get him here. I think it could be a little high. There's some Devi players that you could make the case for over him, but at the same point, like if he continues to produce, like he's going to be with Xavier worthy in that conversation, right. In the 24 class. Um, if he has two more years of solid production and this next year, he's still with CJ Stroud, um, stepping into a big role with no Garrett Wilson, no Chris Olave. So I can totally see Marvin Harrison jr. Continuing that role. Wait, what, what, what's the name of this quarterback? I'm sorry. Coleridge Bernard Stroud. The fourth. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Way to double check. That's important. Uh, uh, yeah, look, we got to get that in there. Uh, 303, I'm going with Quentin Johnston, wide receiver for TCU. I'm just – I'm a really, really big fan of his, the size, the athletic ability. Um, so I think it's a little risky, right, a TCU wide receiver. But, man, I mean, he's been he's been that offense. I think he's a, a first-round pick in the NFL draft. I think he has that kind of talent. Nelly, 304. Yeah, I actually just pivoted. Um, I can't. I can't let Jamison Williams keep falling. I know the injuries. I would say annoying at this point. It's an ACL, like modern medicine. The ACL will be fine. Um, but I think the the draft capital will still be there. I, I think he still has a chance to be the first wide receiver off the board, despite the injury. And um, I, I, you just can't ignore the draft capital. Yeah, I I get it. Um, at 305, I'm going to take the player that is probably going to be traded to a numbers nerd in the rookie draft, and that's obviously David Bell, the uh, wide receiver from Purdue. Like, I think he's a fine player. I think he probably gets, like, day two capital. I don't see a first round happening for him. But I think he's a fine player. Um, he has, I would assume, since Nelly likes him, he probably hits every metric um, that you Confirmed. can want. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to hear from me. Like, yeah, he hits every metric that the like a numbers guy would want. Um, he's got good size. 
Um, I'm interested to see what his 40 time is going to be because I'm curious to see how much speed he has. Um, Shane's making a face like it could be not great. <laughs> and um, that's kind of why I want to watch that. Um, because if you're if you're giving me David Bell at that size and speed at even four fives, I'm totally fine with it, right? Dave Bell and four fives, fine. Um, if we're starting to see four sixes, we're like, because he's not known for like crisp route running, right? Um, so that that kind of would be scary for me, but I'll take him at the 305 here and take that chance. I'll keep the rookie wide receiver train going at the 306. I'll take Chris Olave from the Ohio State University. And oh, our uh, chat says Chris Olave, wide receiver, the, 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 the Ohio State University. I mean, like, you can't get enough of those in there, right? Um, <laughs> like, I, I, I think he's been disrespected a bit by the great. fantasy community. It has been a great year. You know, he went back to school. He's, he's old, he's a senior. Uh, but, He's probably going to go still fairly high in the NFL draft. Uh, and, you know, I'll take that first-run draft capital all day. So I was hoping Jameson Williams would fall here, but Chris Olave is definitely a good, good backup. All right, Nelly, 307. Yeah, so I'm kind of going off ranks here, um, which means I need to adjust my ranks. But I'm going with Donovan Edwards running, running back at the Michigan uh, I think they call it right, right, Shane. The Michigan um, Wolverine. That's, that's yeah. good. Like, that's pretty close to sounding good. Um, yeah, but no, uh, I think he's going to step into a huge role for a, for a run heavy team this year, and he showed off his pass catching chops this past year. I mean, he was the the best receiving back out of all freshmen in the country this past year, and um, in terms of production. So, um, I, I love that sign, and and I think I think he's really talented as well. Um, so at the 308, I love big running backs. I think everyone knows that I really, really like big running backs. I was talking with Ray the other day about Tyler Allgaier, and he goes, you, you'll do anything to draft a big running back. And he's right. I love him. You give me any running back over 220, and that's when things start to make me happy. But I'm going to take Braylon Allen at 308. Um, I believe he is from that one team in college football. Wisconsin. That's the one that I don't like. I'm glad we beat him. We have the axe. That's ours. Uh, <laughs> row the boat, schema. Um, I'm, I'm, I like Braylon Allen. Um, I think he's a good running back. Um, he's not going to get a lot of pass catching work. I'm interested to see if he kind of works into more of that role um, since they don't have as many pass catchers there. Obviously, uh, Garrett Groshek had that um, role kind of locked down as kind of that third down guy for quite a while. Um, so if Braylon Allen can get a bit more of that work, I think he's going to be exciting to a lot more people. But I currently have him as the running back two in 2024. Ooh, all right. I am going to take the first player from the 2025 class. Whoa. And I'm going to take Nicholas Singleton running back at Penn State University. Uh, we actually talked about him on our second podcast for um, for our secret shoppers. If you join our Discord, you can – uh, pay 25 bucks a year and get a second podcast every week. Um, but look, I think if there's one freshman running back that has a chance to Travion Henderson, Bijan Robinson, it it's Nicholas Singleton. The path is open for the starting job. Sean Clifford's back. Uh, they're going to have to do more on the ground this year. I, I think Singleton is, he's my top rated running back coming out of high school, regardless of where they're going. I think all these things line up for him to, to absolutely smash and be 
you know, a top five Debbie pick in a year. Nelly, you're up. Last pick, 310. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with another Debbie running back, and that's Will Shipley from Clemson. Uh, another second-year guy. Um, another guy who catches passes really well. There's there's a bit of a pattern I'm sure you're picking up on. But um, he's a five-star guy. He's talented. He's playing for a, a good team. And, and I just think those are good things that you should always chase. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm going to, at 311, um, I'm going to take the one player that Shane and I will probably argue the most about through this entire NFL draft process. And that's obviously the uh, now healthy wide receiver from Georgia. Uh, that's George Pickens. Um, I, I realize that, uh, that he only had the one big catch. I, I get it, right? Um, but I think George Pickens is really, really talented. I think he has the chance to be that X wide receiver on a team. And I get that there's a lot of, you know, a lot of accoutrement, as they say, uh, kind of behind the scenes, there's some personality stuff. There was some not really getting along with the team. There's some fighting on the field, like all that, right? Um, and I think he's started to put some of that behind him. Um, and I think he really has the shot to be someone special in the NFL. So I'll take him at 311, George Pickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll have some fights in that. That'll be fun. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, 312. Uh, we'll we'll save those fights for when we break down each position. Yeah, for the, yeah for, for the rookies, absolutely. Yep. Um, I'm going to go back to the Debbie Well. I mean, there's still a couple of rookies I like, Wanda Robinson and some of the running backs, the tier two running backs. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take, I think, the next quarterback smash in college football, and that's Tyler Van Dyke, quarterback for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, I, I think he has a special arm. Um, broke some freshman, you know, some some early passing records, not freshman, early passing records at Miami uh, in his limited time. He looks like he's the real deal. Miami with Mario Cristobal knows how to develop a quarterback. I think I think Van Dyke is going to be one of the best in college football this year. Well, there is the draft. That's three rounds. I'm going to recap all of them from the first round on, so you kind of have an have an image of that. Um, and I'm going to do this as quickly as I can. So we'll see how it works. At 101, we have Bijan Robinson, University of Texas. 102, Trevion Henderson, running back at the Ohio State University. 103, Bryce Young, quarterback at Alabama. 104, Caleb Williams, quarterback in the transfer portal. 105, Colbridge Bernard Stroud, the fourth from the Ohio State University. At 106, Kishan Boutte, the wide receiver from LSU. 107, Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama. 108, Matt Corral, the quarterback from Ole Miss. 109, Xavier Worthy, the wide receiver from Texas. 110, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State. 111, Kenny Pickett, the quarterback from Pitt. 112, Malik Willis, the quarterback from Liberty. That's the first round. At 201, Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. 202, the wide receiver one, Garrett Wilson from The Ohio State University. 203, Sam Howell, the quarterback from North Carolina. 204, Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. 205, Quinn Ewers, the quarterback from Texas. 206, Isaiah Spiller, the running back from Texas A&M. 207, Zach Evans, the running back at Ole Miss. 208, Tank Bigsby, the running back from Auburn. 209, Michael Mayer, the tight end at Notre Dame. 210, Drake London, the wide receiver from USC. 211, Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. And 212, Kenneth Walker, the third running back, Michigan State. 301, Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from Pitt. 302, Marvin Harrison, wide receiver at The Ohio State University. 303, Quentin Johnston, 
wide receiver TCU, 304 Jameson Williams, wide receiver Alabama, 305 David Bell, wide receiver Purdue, 306 Chris Olave, wide receiver the, 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 the Ohio State University, 307 Donovan Edwards, running back Michigan, 308 Braylon Allen from that one team, also known as Wisconsin, 309 Nicholas Singleton, the running back at Penn State, 311, excuse me, 310 Will Shipley, running back Clemson, 311 George Pickens, wide receiver from Georgia, and 312 Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback from the University of Miami. There we go. Shane, you want to teach us something? Yeah, you know what? I, I can do this. Um, because, Kane, you, you just got a, a second dog this week. Is that correct? I did. Named Dixie. Dixie. A nine-year-old um, beagle. So now, yes, we have, if you're at home wondering, well, the first one's named Winston. Yeah, so we have Win Dixie. <laughs> In case you're wondering, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, pictures on the Discord. Uh, if you, if you want to see. Um, oh, also, the of... Discord is free. Yes. Like, to get 100%. into the Discord completely free. If you want to get, like, our rankings and a second podcast, it's $25 for the entire year. But the Discord itself is free, and there's lots of free channels for you to talk about football, Devi, C2C, trades, all that fun stuff, and including rookie mocks and Devi mock drafts. Boom. Wow, that was, that was a good promo, Kane. That was good. Thank you. Um, so I, I thought I thought maybe we'd talk about some presidential pets over the years. I thought it would be an interesting topic. There's There's been three presidents officially without pets. Uh, Donald Trump, Andrew Johnson, and James K. Polk. The only three in American history did not have a pet in the White House. Um, almost all the presidents had dogs. Not, not all of them, but most did. Um, some of my favorite, uh, I'll, I'll list off my favorite pets real quick. And I feel like Kane's going to have some questions on some of these, but, uh, Herbert Hoover, uh, adopted an opossum that, uh, what they found in his daughter's treehouse. Calvin Coolidge had a black bear and 13 ducklings. Woodrow Wilson at one point had 48 sheep. Teddy Roosevelt, maybe the best, of course, loved animals. Oh, he had a one-legged rooster, a laughing hyena and a black bear. Uh, Benjamin Harrison, two alligators. James Buchanan had an eagle. I don't know how you have an eagle as a pet, but there you go. William Henry Harrison had a cow and a goat. Um, John Quincy Adams had an alligator. He also had silkworms, which his wife used to um, make things out of, the silk from the worms. And then the two best stories, perhaps, Andrew Jackson. He had a parrot that could talk. And at his funeral, the parrot had to be escorted out because the parrot kept swearing at everyone. Um, and then Abraham Lincoln, he had a dog whose name was Fido. That's how we get the name Fido, actually, because of Abraham Lincoln's dog. A couple months after Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, a drunk guy with a knife actually stabbed and assassinated his dog. No. Yeah. Sad, very sad. But uh, so. So as you list off these like exotic animals, this is all I can think about, right? What if you're the groundskeeper and you have no previous recollection or knowledge that like these animals are going to be there, right? And you're like, I'm just cutting the grass. Turn right, black bear. <laughs> like this That's black bear, this black bear is gifted from another country, and it's like, oh, now I got to take care of black bear. Uh, the random play, yeah. You just turn around and there, there it is, right? You didn't. No one told you. You're like, oh crap. <laughs> like that's all I can think about is like those specific moments, which I think would be something else you're just like uh, really do we need 48 sheep on the white house lawn do we really need 48 sheep but let's dive into our buys and sells here um because 
you know, I, I think as, as I'm looking through this rookie mock draft, I'll, I'll start with mine. As I'm looking through these rookie mock drafts um, that we've been doing, a few things kind of jump out to me, right? Um, I think Garrett Wilson jumps out to me as a buy. ADP is so close on all these guys, right? Between the first overall player and the eighth overall player, um, there's an ADP difference of three spots on average, right? Um, so I think and Garrett Wilson seems to be that eighth spot. And if you can get Garrett Wilson at the eighth in any draft, like that's a smash. Like he's a really, really good player. He's my buy. A sell for me um, is Kyron Williams. You're getting currently getting him at about the 205. Um, I, I just, we talk about this in the Discord a lot. I have Kyron Williams as my running back six, and I have him closer to kind of an early third round in a rookie draft right now. Um, so he is my sell. I know a lot of people really like him, um, and I get that. An unknown stock, mostly because I don't know why he's getting so much hype, but that's Guy Moore. Um, I, I like he's fine, but I think we need to cool it just a bit. It would probably be my guess, but like, I, does anyone know how he's all of a sudden like second round material in rookie drafts? Just you, Nelly. You're the reason. I, I, well, I, I, I raised my hand because his production metrics are absurd. I mean, he's well, playing in the be. Mac. Right, they should be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So that that, but then like, Jareth Stearns should be like the one hundred and one in that case, right? No, because it's like a be market share wise. No, because that that pass offense was just so so. Well, we're using counting stats now, Nelly. <laughs> I, I missed that. <laughs> Um, Shane, who do you have for your buy, sell, and unknown stock? Uh, my buys are actually from the NFL. Uh, I kind of posed this out on Twitter, but I, I think you should buy Jordan Love and Mason Rudolph right now in your dynasty leagues. Like they're probably going to be starting quarterbacks in the NFL next year for their given teams, and you could probably get each one of them for late third. Like, give me a give me one of the thirty-two in my super flex league. Give me any starting quarterback for a late third round pick. Right. Um, Kane's been talking up Jameis Winston in the discord. Like, you know, I think, I think these cheap quarterbacks that you can grab Jordan love. I don't think he's very good, but like he has a chance to be something, you know, I think we know Mason Rudolph's not very good, but if he starts, um, there are teams that are going to need him to compete. Like you could probably sell him later. So I think those guys are, um, you know, are buys to me. Um, sells a little bit tougher. Um, you know, I, I, I think if you want to sell some of the like third tier rookie running back, someone like a Zonovan Knight, um, you know, if you have him, he, he was a guy that was taking some Debbie drafts. Uh, not that he's right. like, yeah, right. Like all the uh, kind of those day two ups. Maybe, maybe you still have a Kennedy Brooks hanging around, the Kevin Harris. Like I would, uh, Max Borgie, I would float them Brian out there. Robinson. Brian Robinson's a great one. Um, because he is slow. I, I think senior bowl is not going to be favorable to him. Um, and like float those guys out there, see if you can see what you can get, see if you can get a, a Debbie pick, whatever. Uh, Cause I, you know, if they go on day three, I'd rather take another shot at someone else. And then my unknown stocks. Um, one guy we haven't talked about that. I'm, is Jermaine Burton uh, transferring from Georgia to Alabama. 
wide receiver is interesting. Um, I think that definitely bumps him up in my draft rankings. But I don't like maybe he becomes a sell. Like I could see an argument that he's a sell. He's going to Alabama. Like the hype is going to be high. Maybe in a couple months, I could also see yeah, maybe you want to buy him if he's going to be the wide receiver one Alabama. He's probably going to go up in value during the season. I could see either argument. Uh, so he's he's one on my list. I'm not quite sure what to do with. All right, Nelly, you're up. Yeah, uh, I am buying Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think for the price that you can get him right now as a boring quarterback too, he can provide you more upside than other guys. And if Derrick Henry doesn't fully return to form, as Shane kind of mentioned earlier, although it may have been wishful thinking, they're going to have to pass more. And they should. They have A.J. Brown. Um, and I, I have to assume they add to that wide receiver room. So um, he still has some rushing upside. He has He's contributed a decent amount of rushing touchdowns this year. But everyone has a sour taste in their mouth after that, that playoff game because he threw a few picks. So I like him still for Dynasty. Um, I am I'm selling um, – Jahan Dotson, he, he's kind of the odd man out out of this wide receiver group in terms of everyone has a pretty decent analytical profile. And then there's Jahan Dotson. He didn't do anything until year three. Um, and none of his years were above the expected number that you look for 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 wide receivers. So he's a four year guy um, who's potentially getting good draft capital. Um, and so that's generally someone I'm going to fade at cost. Um Unknown is Travis Etienne. I I don't really know what to do with him. He's a first-round running back. He can catch the ball, but um, I don't know. How's that foot going to be? The thing is, if he if he puts up a couple good games to start the year next year, he becomes like a top-five dynasty back just because of the way the landscape is with everyone being, as I mentioned earlier, either old or like a question mark. So it – but – if he gets hurt, if he hurts that foot again, which is always a risk because of those foot injuries, I, he he plummets. So I don't know what to do with him. I, I put in the chat, John Dotson's going to Terry McLaurin all over Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome that. I love it. <laughs> But that's it for us. Make sure that you join the Discord. It'll be in the show notes wherever you are listening to the podcast. Look in the description. You'll find the link for that Discord. Make sure you join. It's completely free to join the Discord. Um, and just learn about Devi. If you haven't been in Devi League before, it's a great spot to get some information about Devi and how you should run Devi Leagues. It's going to be a great spot when leagues start to kick off. If you're wondering, how do I get into a Devi League? Get in the Discord. There's going to be leagues forming soon. I can just feel it. Um, and some of them Shane and I might be a part of. So get ready for that. Um, but but that's it for me, Shane, and Nelly. So make sure you check out the Discord. Make sure you check out everything that uh, Devi Marketplace has coming because there's a lot of information that's going to be coming at you over these months before Rookie and Devi drafts. But for now, that's it for us. Thanks for listening, and we appreciate every single one of you.